hard because there's so many questions out there. Like, there's not one specific, like, this is the question that I want to answer. I think as 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 we grow older, you know, there will be questions that come come out. Um, but for specific, I don't have a specific question. Um, but if if I would have to ask, I would be like, "Are you guys proud proud of of where I'm at now?" I think that would be a hard question for a lot of us, um, you know, American born or immigrant parents uh, or immigrant kids to ask to their parents is, are you proud? I think that would be, if I had to put a question, that would probably be one of the questions. And you're listening to Kasamahan Co, a podcast show that explores the nuanced experiences of different Filipino community here in Hawaii, from immigrants to locals to transplants, sharing what it's like to grow up as a Filipino in Hawaii. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts out there. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode, another season for Kasama Hanko's podcast, Reclaiming Filipino Identity. Today I am joined by a long time coming. I met them last year during the pandemic, Instagram, uh, virtual, yeah. because virtual. But I actually really don't know much other than they are a rising musician, especially here in the islands. And I know he is now based in LA um, currently. Um, can I have our guests kind of introduce themselves a little bit about who they are, their name, preferred pronouns, um, generation that their family is, or generation that you are in, mm-hmm. first, second, third, fourth. And let's just start with that because I have, I I'm going to add on questions as you speak. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. Well, it's an honor to be on your podcast. Thank you for. Thank you for uh, letting me be a guest, and and you know it's a pri- privilege to talk about my background. I am originally from Kauai. I'm now based in, as you said, I'm based in LA right now. Um, I've been in LA for about about four years now, and um, I am a I, I believe I'm a first generation. I was born in Hawaii, so I would assume that would make me first generation, second generation. But my parents, they're they're originally from the Philippines. They immigrated here, so. Would that consider be second generation? Okay, so uh, growing up, I got confused on how that works. So I'm Filipino, you know, I'm in Ilocano, and uh, and I just said hi, how are you? <laughs> but yeah, I I I'm just excited to to go on and with this podcast and just to see to to then uncover and discover more of you know, our Filipino background. And that's okay. Honestly, whenever I ask what generation your family's from and what generation are you, um, it's always a, this, it's always a, mis- it's always um, interesting to know. But I guess to kind of context, well, first 1.5 generation are, if you immigrated to the Philip from the Philippines at a young age, and then second gens are usually you're born in 
You're born in Hawaii or you're born in the States. Ah, and your family is from the Philippines. Got it. But, so other than that, uh, where is actually your family from in the Philippines? Because you mentioned that your parents are both immigrants. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I I love it because I know where to, if I go there right now, I know where to go, which is awesome. But my parents there, well, my dad's side, he's from Ilocos Norte, Bacara specifically. And my mom, we drove there once about like, a few years back, but we drove to her town, which is on the other side of the Philippines, uh, the Philippines, which is in Isabela. So that's if you're familiar how Philippines layout as far as the northern region, it's a long ways. So they met years ago, and and sometimes I'm wondering how how did they meet pre iPhone? You know, <laughs> it's crazy. Exactly. Um, and I think. When it comes to that, actually, um, is your since you said you're you're Ilocano, then mm-hmm. your parents are from Ilocos, the north the northern region of the Philippines. Yeah. Well, well, going from your family to you specifically, if you could yeah. describe your your personality in a Filipino dish cuisine, what would it be? <laughs> that uh, you know, when you send out the questionnaire, and I read that, I was like, hmm, I've never ever thought about that because. All Filipino food, you know, I'm biased because I'm Filipino. We're all Filipinos and we love Filipino food. But I, if I had to choose, I think it would be ube ice cream. Is there specific <laughs> why you chose ube ice cream? <laughs> I, I thought about it and I was like, ube ice cream is so good that you never, when you, when you run out of it, you always want more. It's a good thing, you know, like even if like in the context of ube, like people get it mistake with, tar- with taro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I love it too, because then you can explain like, oh no, this is not taro. This is a specific. It's a specific. <laughs> that's another discussion. Yeah, another yeah. <laughs> See, that's why I said this is this is to open up. So like, it's good and it's it's unique. <laughs> it's unique, yes. And with that, like right on straight off the bat with ube and taro, it kind of segues to this question of. Have you personally struggled with your with embracing with your own cultural identity? I, I you know, it, that's a good question because being a, a Hawaii-born, first-born, you know, my my immediate family, I'm the first-born in America, and it was cool though because growing up in elementary school, you're surrounded by a lot of you know your your kind of people, our our kind of people, Filipinos, and that felt very comforting because it's like, oh, these are just. I almost thought they were like my brothers or cousins or sisters and all that stuff. And it it was, I wouldn't say difficult, but um, maybe, maybe not struggled because it was comforting to see that you have people like you. And <clears throat> I can see it now that I live out here in LA that not seeing, you know, myself and other people you see more <clears throat> you see more of other ethnicities around you now you can see the difference of community and culture and specifically especially growing up in Kauai where there is so many Filipinos yeah. out there um did you ever question at all um about your identity no yes I would say yes and no because when I when I'm at home my parents usually speak to me in in our you know our language which is Ilocano and the cool thing is that as I they were speaking to me, I grew up learning the language. I wish I could fluently 100% speak it, but I can speak it like 80, 90%-ish. 
and I can understand the 80, 90%-ish. But, you know, that's, that was a way for me to connect with my parents through our language, through being at home and being around my parents, you know, thankfully being blessed to have both mom and dad. Starting off again, um, how would you say you understand your Filipino culture and identity? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, just to, just seeing what my parents went through, um, just seeing that they they not only spoke, you know, the typical American languages, English, um, at home was just being in this being around you know my aunts my uncles cousins being around around um you know other filipinos like myself uh i i'm just being being around common common people that has the same background as me what about your filipino identity and culture do you understand the most i I just understand the the hard work ethic that um the people that came before us that let us have a pathway to to a better opportunity you know I, i'm so thankful to be born in america like that's 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 like one of the american dreams that our immigrant parents or immigrant families want to strive for is to be in in the land of opportunity and i understand that where they're coming from they didn't have much what we have or what i had growing up and it's just an understanding of of working harder just to work you know work harder to get what you want in life and and you know a, a full respect to what our parents went through for us to get where we want to be or where we are going and is there something in particular that you want to learn more about your culture um especially being ilocano yeah uh to learn more my own language like i i wish i took the time you know myself being younger to learn more of the language and and who else was ashamed of speaking their own native language well for dj he was and it was something that a lot of second generation especially those with immigrant parents have experienced growing up and it's something that we talked about in previous episodes the feeling of being ashamed for speaking your own native tongue but honestly let's get back to the episode speaking it without being ashamed to speak my own language so that would be one one kind of one big thing and in because you still understand Ilocano and being at home your family still speaks to you yeah um what about um what caused what caused you honestly to be ashamed be ashamed before i i think it would be change oh i'm sorry what was that (laughs) um what about because you did mention um you were ashamed to speak the language first but what changed now that i I, what changed is that i got older and and seeing that my parents are getting older or you know they won't be here long enough for me or they will they won't be here long enough for me to learn more. They're, they're here, you know, but, but there'll be a time where they won't be here. So, uh, and then going back to being ashamed is, is that there usually there's not a hundred percent confidence of, Oh, will I be judged for having this type of American accent while I speak the language? Like, Oh, am I not speaking, uh, 
correctly. So uh, maybe just being, you know, slightly judged like, ah, oh, I'm not 100% fluent. So like, I don't want to like, uh, I don't want to mess up kind of thing. So I'd say that would be more of how, how would be feeling shameful of speaking the language is just trying not to mess up. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> and that's understandable. I think like well, for most when I hear, um, especially growing up before there wasn't really enough representation within pop culture when it comes to being Filipino and yeah. being Ilocano first of all I think um, having to see Bretman kind of like Heck um, yeah, amplify yeah. <laughs> Ilocanos in the media kind of help others like oh it's so cool I'm Ilocano too like people are coming out yes. Ilocano like no one's ashamed yes I was just going to bring that up because like he had a recent his show on MTV and he did his mom came up and they were speaking the language like, dang, you never see this. It took till 2021 for, I, I mean, it might've happened before. I don't remember, but like 2021 in MTV and American television, you see our own language or are you Ilocano as well, right? Or <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So to see our language, it, it, it touches the heart. It's like, Oh, wow. Our people are being in the light and it's, just, it's awesome. I, I <laughs> I have no words. Like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> mm -hmm, exactly. And like, even one thing I would like to add on is that um, if if you could kind of go back to when you were like 12 years old, like what was something that you would tell yourself um, before that you, that you learned now? Like what advice would you give your 12-year-old self? Sing more. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah background that i'm i also sing so as you mentioned uh but just to be more confident uh more confident in in life because i remember being a kid i used to be so shamed stage very very stage fright and i would say just just do it no one you you're in a position where a lot of people are scared and you should just be give give yourself that full confidence and just just do it not to quote nike but you know just do it <laughs> that 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 phrase that that phrase just do it yes it is because <laughs> you never really know it once you try um in a good way you never you never know if you put yourself out there um the opportunities that come to you if you don't yeah. try you'll never learn like our biggest trying our trying doing things for the first time even though it's not gonna be the best at least you tried yeah i mean Thankfully, this is my, I, I've been on a podcast, this is probably my fourth, I believe fourth time, and the first time was scary, because I didn't, I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> but, you know, like you said, the first time is always the scariest, but the more you do it, the more you learn, the more you learn, the more you get used to of being, do, doing something that, you know, you want to do. How, how old were we when we were 12 years old? Or what grade were we? So, it's, it's only that time. Um, I'm 1997. I'm 92. <laughs> oh <laughs> so what well, would 90 12, 12 years old middle school is that middle school 92 minus 12 oh wait 92 <laughs> plus 12 is 2000 plus 12. or 2004 for you 2000 okay so that was middle school yeah middle school you remember middle school yeah uh, going back to that question yeah more confidence because you are in the music industry and because um you are one of another filipino in the music industry like have you ever felt felt um 
I guess pressured being in the music industry like are you like because it's it's something that you love to do but um or what is what is your kind of like out, outlook on it I, I'm fairly new I started like I officially started making my own music uh last year during the pandemic you know I I have this saying called quarantine quarantine made me do it but um I mean I'm young in the music game, so I'm still learning. I, I've been deep before that though. I've been DJing for uh, how long now? Almost, almost ten years, officially, like a professional DJ. What is your outlook within the music industry, and if, especially starting off new? Um, yeah, like I said, I'm young in the music. Uh, I'm uh, the the cool thing is is that. Where there's so much opportunity to, to to make music, to release music independently, you know that's that's one thing that I I like is that I can create things, create music, create content without like a boundary uh, of having to like a, like a, not having to be a chore. You can be you're able to do whatever you want with your music without something like holding you back or or, or like that. So that I think that would be one way. An outlook in in the music definitely and the reason why I ask this questions to you specifically because seeing you rise as a musician now from DJ to musician and being Filipino we're known to be in the we're known to to sing to be yeah, of, yeah. <laughs> the stigma the stigma, the stigma of oh every Filipino can sing <laughs> yeah that makes sense and I guess one other question to add on in top of that is for you specifically, what does it mean to reclaim your own identity? And so we kind of talk about this idea of reclamation or own identity, but have you realized that most of the answers that people say is through their culture, to their language, and to their family, but specifically because this is our very first run of this season, um, I want to be able to really uh, ask this question with intent of reclamation of our own identity is something that we, I feel like, has to have this sort of like thinking of like what does it mean to reclaim my filipino identity when what is reclamation of identity when when it comes to our own filipino identity we really don't know much about it or it's different than how we were brought up Hmm. just not to reclaim my own identity is 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 to show that people like me can can be able to do things you know to be able to do things that you love to uh to show that we can also be on top of that i mean the light uh in 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 the media or in the community that that we shouldn't be afraid to showcase our own ethnicity or our own um culture and that's right 
when it comes to a reclamation of our own identity, it's really being able to find the value of going back to our history. I prove my point. What DJ said and what he thinks it is. And like, for you, as you are listening right now, when it comes to this question, what is the first thing that comes to your head? Pause this pause this episode real quick and answer our poll just to embrace where we come from and and to learn the history and to we could also spread you know spread awareness and spread uh, the knowledge to the future generations too so uh you know i love being filipino (laughs) it's cool (laughs) and I guess with that, um, with your with your answer of like reclaiming your own Filipino identity, and I guess to kind of top it off is, um, do you have any siblings or cousins? Are you the only child? No, I'm not. Uh, well, you know, as Filipinos, we have a lot of family members, so I do have a lot of cousins, but I'm actually the youngest. So as I mentioned earlier, I, I'm the firstborn in America, so. I have two older brothers. They are both in the Philippines. They have families there, so um, it, it's a little bit harder for them to to become American citizens because they're older. And I have a sister who was born in the Philippines but came over when she was a teenager, so she's in Hawaii. Right? Yeah, so two older brothers, a couple of half-sisters, and a full sister, and then I'm the youngest. Yeah. And like with that, like, is there always this like expectation for you to to live out your identity as a, as being the firstborn here in the state or here in Hawaii? Yeah, no, for sure. Like, especially being an American born, you know, your parents want you to to be to for you to be better than what where they you know what where they struggled from where they came from and. Of course, there's that also another stigma where like, oh, you should be a nurse or you should be an engineer or, you know, in the lines of college. I, I was, I'm not a college person. I dropped out twice. <laughs> so you see there, my, my parents were mad as heck. So <laughs> that's definitely a no-no in the, in the Filipino community. Like, oh, I dropped out of college. Oh, you're not going to succeed in life. But I, I didn't let that stop me from pursuing what I want to do and what I love is like doing doing music and doing YouTube and all that stuff so but it's it's as I grow older you know I I fully understand where they're coming from and I'm I'm embracing where they're coming from and and trying to share it through people I'm surrounded with my friends bring them Filipino food try let them try things out and I that's all we can do is just embrace and spread spread our our culture to the community wherever we're at hmm. and if you don't mind me asking and if you're comfortable to share like what was your original college major before you dropped out <laughs> well at first it was i honestly didn't know what i wanted to be i mean i did do music i, I learned music in middle school through high school i played music but um so the first time around it was just you know, liberal arts. And I was like, ah, over it. <laughs> and then uh, the second time around was just trying to be an accountant. But it was cool because like the first time around I dropped out, I, I 
I started to to go go back into one of my first childhood dreams was being a DJ. So I did that and just learn and learn, you know, do gigs for free, do gigs for little for little. And the second time around was the accounting for college. And I kind of learned how to apply that into starting my own DJ business. So it, I guess it kind of paid off <laughs> applying what I learned into to doing what I want to do instead, you know? And I think that's, and I think that that's it because I feel like, especially for you, your parents are both immigrants from the Philippines and they want you to, they want you to succeed in, um, yeah. especially being the first born in the in states um in hawaii and all they want for you is just to be successful and yes sometimes yeah, yeah. there's a there's definition of success is like they want you to have a good job a stable job and like mm-hmm. you have something and it's it's all it's different for our families but um what is that thing that you wanna if you if you can have your parents here with you at the moment, ask them a question. Like, what is that thing you would you would want to ask them? Any question. Yeah, any question. Wow, that that is, I I, I love asking questions to my parents because sometimes I ask like, oh, where'd you guys meet or how did you guys meet? Um. That that's a hard question though. It's a really really good question, but it's hard because there's so many questions out there. Like there's not one specific like this is the question that I want to answer. I think as 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 we grow older, you know, there will be questions that come come out. Um, but for specific, I don't have a specific question. Um, but if if I would have to ask, I would be like, "Are you guys proud proud of of where I'm at now?" I think that would be a hard question for a lot of us, um, you know, American born or immigrant parents uh, or immigrant kids to ask to their parents is, are you proud? I think that would be, if I had to put a question, that would probably be one of the questions. And I think that's a, that's a very fair question, especially for, um, to us, especially for an immigrant, because it's being able to identify their struggles and identify mm-hmm. like, um, okay, this is where I am and this is what I'm doing now. And it's always the question that we want to ask our parents is like, are you proud of me even if I am not what you desire of me to be? Because we always yeah. have a stereotype of what we should be. Henceforth, why we have so many folks in the medical field, in the engineer field and finance. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the hard part because like, at the same time you don't want to let down your parents, but on top uh, on the uh, flip side is is are you happy, you know, doing what you want to do? It, it's 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 such an interesting balance or or a certain balance. Like I don't want to upset my parents because, you know, they sacrifice so much. But at the on the flip side is like, but am I happy? But you know that that question is is. That's a tough question too. Like, are are you proud of of where I'm at now? So, yeah, that's a really good question. And that is all the question that I have actually. Hey. Um, <laughs> and I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing, being able to share your story. Um, 
And I know our story continues to go as we learn so much about yes. ourselves. But um, is there anything that you would like to share with the rest of the listeners? Well, first off, okay. First off, thank you. Salamat for uh, having me on. Uh, you know, I, I love, the older I get, I, I, I love to share, you know, where we all come from, our background, and um, hope everyone had a great new year. You know, it's 2022. Um, and also... Uh, on on my music side, I just released my first ever album, so you can go stream it. Uh, it's I probably should put it in the description, but DJ J U S J Y on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, all of there. You can go stream my album, and uh, I'm looking forward to more new goals, more new ventures, more content, more singing, more opportunities, more YouTube videos, more vlogs through the whole new year, and and share my identity as a Ilocano, as a Filipino, and I would love to share it to everyone around. I'm wherever on, I'm everywhere. I'm around, <laughs> around everywhere I'm at, you know, and, and just share the knowledge and, and the culture of being Filipino in, in, in the States. Yes. And of course I will, will add all of that in the show notes below. And thank you. <laughs> we can support you, especially because, there's really not a lot of Ilocano musicians that I know of, no? Yeah, I'd say so. Or we don't know if they're Ilocano or not. Yeah, we don't know or not. But but yeah, thank you again for your time. And I'm excited for this to be out in the next year. Yes. <laughs> okay, bye. And with that said, we conclude our very first episode for this season on Kasamahan Co. If you want to support and follow DJ on his journey, feel free to look at our show notes where we drop his Instagram website and where you can support him. And with that very said, stay tuned for next week Monday as we have our next podcast guest share a little bit about their story, their journey of what it means to be Filipino in Hawaii and what are they doing now. And just a little give you a sneak peek for our next guest. They are someone who is born and raised in the city of Waianae and they have a book published um, and it's called For Those Who We Want to Know is um, it's a story of his growing up experience and he dabbled a little bit about mental health. So if you want to know more about who our next guest for next week will be, uh, feel free to um, support them on their recent published book love you not and that is all i can say because next week will be about her and with that said follow us at kasama hanko to get the latest preview subscribe to our youtube and also if you want to be part of our newsletter of kasamas email us dm us at kasama hanko with that said have a wonderful rest of your day and food for thought for today is what are some things that you want to learn about your culture and 
how can we be proactive in sharing our culture, especially as Asian Americans, as Filipino immigrants, Filipino Americans, and even a mix. Stay tuned and have a wonderful day.